Yeah, so I've been thinking about Julie a lot. Oh, <laughs> haven't we all? Haven't we all been thinking about? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know that you're not the only one who's been thinking about Julie a lot. Not only you and me, but like extended members of my family. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I told, <laughs> I told Scott about it, and he immediately said, "Oh, so she's Nikki and Paulo." Because famously on the show Lost. Uh, they responded to uh, fan backlash about there not being enough coverage of any characters who were not in the main cast that they just added two people and pretended they'd been there the whole time. Yeah, that was a great episode. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the, and the killing them off. Like, yeah, Escape is a, or Expose is a really good episode. But it's also like, okay, maybe we made a mistake. Yeah. That's the purest <laughs> example of a, of, of a Julie that I could think of. Julie is special because they treat her as if, hey, everyone, here's julie finally and like she gets talked about before we meet her she gets a grand entrance and everyone is confused everyone is confused yes and i think it's important that we enter that we introduce her before we introduce our podcast oh of course yeah that's i think what it's we're important doing right now. Yeah. yeah because we haven't introduced people don't even know what they're listening to right now i'm no, so they sorry they accidentally stumbled upon this conversation yes somehow. they did about julie which is all we're going to be talking about today hi guys uh, welcome, welcome to Pizza Toast. This is a podcast about uh, Babysitter's Club adaptations. Broadly, that's what it is now. Uh, and who are you? I'm Christy Admiral. What, who are you? I'm Phil Gonzalez. And this is the episode everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, the Julie episode. They've been on tenter hooks for this one. And I'm going to go right out, the, right out the gate and say, in a lot of ways, this is my favorite episode of The Babysitter's this is my Club. This is my favorite episode, easily. Uh, the episode is actually titled Claudia and the Missing Jewels. There is a lot of Claudia content here, mm-hmm. but there might be even more Karen Brewer content here. Oh, this is a Christy and Karen episode, hands down. Yeah, it is a Claudia episode in name only, in the same way that the Dawn and the, uh, and the Haunted House episode was a Dawn episode in name only, but it was actually stealthily about Claudia. Right. Uh, this is a very, if Claudia is remarkably passive uh, in this episode, considering she's the person against whom larceny is committed. Oh, it's, it's kind of a, I mean, it's not that crazy of a story. Like it, like a kid steals something from somebody and then gives it to somebody else. That's definitely a thing a child does and calls it a gift. Yeah. But in this episode, it's like important things. It's not just like a trinket. It's this uh, small business opportunity that, that Claudia has found for herself. She has not found it for herself. She's stumbled into it. The title is also a bit misleading. They aren't jewels. They aren't jewels at all. These they're, aren't jewels. They're like kind of tacky uh, dangly earrings. Is what yeah, they it should are. be Claudia and the missing jewelry. Yes. Is a little more appropriate. I thought we were going to get some pirate treasure up in here or something. And unfortunately, no. My hope was that she was going to come into possession of jewels. And mm. they were going to go missing after that. Not that she was going to create the, the so-called jewels herself. <laughs> She does create jewels. She does. And of course, this episode has like not one, but two events that occur. Like, 
this is a complex episode. A lot happens There's in this episode. So much going on. There's so much to unpack. Uh, this because we open on a on like a craft fair and we open on oh no it's raining the day of shooting better get some like some like ponchos for our cast because yes. we've got an exterior filming to do and they're walking they look in the rain adorable but mm. also silly very silly well uh, we were watching this and alana asked the first thing she asked me was she was like was this planned or did they just have to dress for the rain because it was i was like they definitely just had to dress for the rain because no, there's it was no raining way that they day. planned ahead for that yeah. yeah they were like we're doing some exterior shots of the girls walking to an art fair they got there it was drizzling some because two of the ponchos are the same color and i'm like if this was planned ahead, they would have gotten different color ponchos for each of the girls because they dressed. I think Stacy and Dawn are wearing the same color. And I'm like, it's difficult enough to tell them apart from a distance. Don't dress them in the same ponchos. Yeah. So we open on our, our ponchoed crew. That's what it's called <laughs> when you're wearing poncho. And uh, they're, yeah, they're heading to, I guess it's like an arts and crafts fair, like almost like a... Not quite a flea. Uh, it's sort of like a. I mean, like locally, it is a flea market and craft yeah. show. Locally, there there is a show in New York called Artists and Fleas, and this was basically that, where it's people selling homemade stuff, but also uh, some people are selling like resale things, and you bargain yes. them down, and it's a lot of fun. And I assume in Stony Brook, it is the same uh, variety and quality level as it is in Chelsea, Manhattan. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's uh, exactly the same. Considering that the most exciting thing there is apparently a bunch of trinkets made by a 13-year-old. Yes. And I, uh, Claudia looks like she knows what she's doing. She's got like mm-hmm. a got like card table set up. She's got all of her... I guess it's primarily earrings that she has laid out. Yeah. And, Let, they, and I yeah. do want to compare this Claudia compared to the Netflix Claudia. Do you remember when we talked about the Netflix Claudia, how she seemed remarkably ignorant of her own artwork when it came time to talk about it uh you said this claudia seems very together and i agree like this is a claudia who doesn't seem to be like almost in an adult art program Mm -hmm. but she also seems very confident in her own abilities and shocked and surprised that her art is desired by an adult but also more than willing to like take an order for jewelry and just be like all right in a week i'll get this thing filled out and they will be unique and they will be up to up to scratch yeah yeah she's she's approached by a woman who wants to like buy them so she can sell them in her Mm -hmm. store if i'm understanding correctly in the village yeah, yeah, and she gives Claudia what is a lot of money to a 13-year-old. She up She gives fun. Claudia what is a lot of money to a 44-year-old man. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm getting at is like actually when I say to a 13-year-old, I mean because they then decide that they can fund their entire plant sale with $50, which they absolutely cannot do. <laughs> but also, like, I would love to have somebody come up to me and be like, hey, this thing you made is great. Can I give you $50 with the promise that whatever I give you next week when you finish it is going to be substantially more because this is a down payment? I would love for someone to give me a down payment on yeah. anything right yeah, now Yeah, I my don't life. care what it's for. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have to have to have made anything. And So these uh, are, these are, I w- I'm looking at her jewelry, because it's funny, because in the books, 
quotes, we get described her jewelry a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we know that Claudia makes jewelry, and it's really cool to see it portrayed as something that a, a kid could legitimately make yes. that is also of high enough quality that a kid could legitimately sell. Yeah, and it's when I say tacky, I don't mean it is badly made. And no. It is very 1992 jewelry, mm-hmm. or like 1990, rather. It's... I still have 1992 stuck in my head because of the Macy's spray. <laughs> this is leave. something. This is definitely jewelry that a 13 year old would wear on a float during the Macy's Thanksgiving yes, that's Day. What I, that's what I'm getting at here. Like it's a, I mean, it was like brightly colored. It's, but it looks like something you could buy. It really mm-hmm. does. Like, a, like Eclairs would be selling this at one point in history. And yeah. it's cute enough that this woman uh, gives her money to buy it, and the babysitters are ecstatic because, uh, I mean, Christy sees a business opportunity in this, right? And the rest of yeah, them are just it, excited because it's uh, more money for the club because Claudia wants to give back to the club with it. And it's a very Christy opportunity because yes. we get to see Christy really, this is Christy at her most, like, another great idea like she wants mm-hmm. to help claudia turn this one opportunity into a permanent business venture yeah. and she does it in a way that i actually find very helpful because this isn't claudia's strong suit and mm-hmm. were it not for the plot complications that arise this would go off pretty well like this pretty slick work. this would work yeah and also christy is not particularly bossy about it she is more helpful than anything else and right when christy has a truly great idea she's usually willing to collaborate with the people around her in order to execute that and yeah. we're actually seeing that in this episode everything christy does in this episode is very in line with her character in a way that i find appealing in a way like i don't normally with her the only time this episode kind of falls apart for me is when the entire group gets together and they all fail to do the one thing that would have kept this plot from getting overly complicated. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah so-, yeah, so Christy has agreed to help Claudia sort of become a a, a business person. And yeah. we get a we get a couple of babysitters club meetings in this episode that don't actually involve any like real phone call we don't get introduced to any book characters like we usually do no the only babysitting we see in this episode and we do see some is with uh karen like it's Mm -hmm. a this is a uh this is a karen brewer uh spotlight this episode she's a lot like i would say she's a lot of fun and she is much she's much closer to book karen than netflix karen did and i love netflix karen but Mm -hmm. she is more of an invention of those writers than like pulled from the page how she yeah. gets here. Yeah, it really draws to my attention the fact that Karen in the Netflix show is kind of Karen as I think people would remember her being yes. rather than as she actually is in the books. Which is kind of like a self-centered, uh, a little bit like head in the clouds and mm-hmm. uh, attention-seeking, I would say. Like she's yeah. n- She is not the most likable of the kids they sit for i've i read all of the little like babysitter's little sister books of course i did that and i liked them but it was mostly because she gets into madcap adventures not because she's a fun character she but she does strike me especially this portrayal of her the little girl who plays her um whose name is ashley chase 
who plays who plays Karen Brewer in the show. Um, she really captures that I am a child of divorce, and yeah. I have to bop back and forth between houses, and I'm kind of lost in the shuffle a lot. So I'm doing what I can to entertain myself, but also I really wish people would just play with me and participate mm-hmm. in my in my like flights of fancy. But also her flights of fancy seem very age appropriate for this. Yeah. For this character oh definitely uh she um she's a little cutie she's got the glasses mm-hmm. which always makes a kid a little bit yeah. cuter um my favorite detail of the karen character is she has two of everything and that's very like her chapter twos are about that and she has two pairs of glasses even mm-hmm. like that down to that we only see the one pair in this episode but i don't know i just like that yeah <laughs> so we uh the, but that's the uh, only babysitting job in this episode is a right. Karen job, and it's Claudia sitting for her while Christy is there working on schoolwork. Yeah, she's got a big project that's due, and so she can't babysit for her own stepsister, which makes sense. Like, yeah, oh, that's, absolutely. That's that's kind of how this world works. Uh, yeah, I mean, like when I was babysitting regularly, one of my gigs was. I sat for a woman who was an overnight OR nurse and mm. would come while she was like sleeping, but also just getting some me time in and watch her baby. Like that was, yeah. that was a gig. That's what you do. Oh, and during this meeting, though, <laughs> during this first meeting, we get the first mention of Julie. You know, okay. Julie, <laughs> the character we all know and love. This name gets dropped out of nowhere. Yes. And they're like, oh, can't Julie do it? And Christy's like, Julie doesn't watch the kids. Julie just folds laundry. And everyone on my couch, me and Mitzi and Alana, we all kind of turned to each other and we said, who's Julie? (laughs) And then the episode just kind of kept going. And I'm racking my brain like, who's Julie? Is that a character that I have forgotten about? I know there's Nanny, but is she named Julie in this? No, they didn't make it. They didn't like, transpose the character of Nanny onto this woman who's like a like 20, 30 something woman. Yeah. Who just kind of shows up and indeed is doing laundry and like kind of like smallish household tasks in the in their home. Like that's all she's so, doing. So this woman. OK, so we cut to the scene where Christy is. So Christy's not babysitting Karen, but also Claudia hasn't gotten there yet. So mm. we get this actually incredibly adorable scene where Karen has invented a maypole and she's trying to get yes. Christy to dance around the maypole with her, but Christy's trying to study. And the this little girl is doing that thing so well where kids are just relentlessly irritating, <laughs> but not because they're trying to be irritating. They just don't understand that you want to be left alone. And yeah. she keeps circling back to Christy and Christy's getting more and more frustrated about being annoyed, at, bothered by Karen. Mm-hmm. But that's also a major plot point, which is yeah. that Christy keeps blowing Karen off even when she's not overly busy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a it's a whole thing. Like a, a, the complicated dynamic of her being the stepsister, but wanting to be like an actual sister. It's, it's a whole thing. But uh, in the midst of all this, uh, somebody arrives at the home and it is Julie. Yeah. And hey, Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Julie? I don't know who Julie is. I can't tell you who Julie is. Julie is a is not quite a maid. She's not like really a housekeeper because she definitely isn't there for more than like a couple hours at a time. Uh, but she is somebody that like Christy rolls her eyes and scoffs at the mere mention of Julie. Christy does not like Julie, which is just in line with the books. Yes. 
how much Christy doesn't like Julie. Yes, uh, it's exactly the same. It's a pure reflection of the character of Julie, who does not exist. This is not a <laughs> yes. real person. Like I cannot emphasize enough how much Julie is not in the books. <laughs> and she strolls in like like she's been there the whole time, which is what yes, because we were talking about the like the community episode where Jack Black shows up and they cut to. The previous season and he's just inserted into situations like he's in the right. background of big revelations and now of course in the community that's... episode no one remembers him which yes would be funny if julie just showed up in this episode and everyone was like who are you <laughs> she's like i'm julie don't you remember good old julie it would be cool if in the babysitters remember episode julie was just inserted into a bunch <laughs> of the old episodes the episode is actually just a Julie show. Oh, I know what it's like. It's like in Buffy when Dawn just shows up and mm-hmm. suddenly Dawn is has not only is not only suddenly in the show, Dawn has always been. That's what this is. I yeah. think Julie is the key. Yeah, yeah. This is the same thing. So yeah. uh Julie though, like she gets an entrance. You're right. Like we it, weirdly they don't reveal her face right away, which is <laughs> weird. Right. It seems like a thing you would do if it were like a big star. Like they would cut yeah. to the face and be like, Oh, I, I don't know who was a big star in the night. Candace <laughs> like, Bergen. I don't... Yes. Something like that. But no, it's just a it's just a woman and uh Christy is like kind of curt to her. Karen is excited to see her. Probably because she's a different person. Yeah. She's also got many pairs of glasses. One that she wears for going to the movies. One that she wears, I guess, for driving, which causes her to bump into things hilariously enough, just like Julie. (laughs) (laughs) This is a character who has like about a hundred different personality traits. We get introduced to all of them in about two seconds. (laughs) And we still don't know who this character is. No, no. And I don't understand why she's there. The tests she's performing are not... Like, they're not out of line with normal household tasks. Like, it really is just, like, folding things. Yep. Uh, she's played by Missy Yeager, who is uh, who is a working actor. She is has been in many things. She is still in many things. Uh, you may know her from the TV series My Own Worst Enemy. Mm-hmm. I'm. I mean, I'm vaguely familiar with the posters for my own. Faux Fo, baby. Never. She was in a this. show called Faux Baby. She was in Mad Men. Okay, that as... that is the thing on this show. This is not the first person to play like a a couple episodes on Mad Men. Yeah, like, and 14 episodes of Boston Public. Yeah, that, I told you we're mostly going to talk about Boston Public on this episode. I'm not. We're not really going to do that. But good show, underrated, <laughs> doesn't get spoken enough about in the media do today. You, do you remember her from Boston Public? Oh no, <laughs> okay. she played Claire Ellison. I remember Chi McBride and very little else. I don't know if I've ever seen an episode of Boston Public, but she was also on Boston Legal. Is that related? It's not related. Those are actually oh. uh, Boston Legal is tied uh, to the practice, I believe. I is know, that part of the JAG universe? I I don't know. I know that I know that Scott has watched all of Boston Legal. <laughs> Because she's been on NCIS, Boston Legal, JAG, NYPD Blue, uh, uh, Las Vegas, like every single one of those shows, Law and Order. Like yeah, she's that kind of actor level. Yeah, yeah. And and here she's Julie. She's a, she's Julie, the, the the character who's been warming our hearts for years. <laughs> 
this is the first thing she ever did on screen and what an entrance like honestly it's a good performance for what she has to do i'm gonna come right out and just say she's good she's yeah she's she's funny she's she's charming she's kook she's just in a different show like this is a character like she's the she's the goofy cute best friend on a sitcom that's not babysitter's club no not at all because we don't get a lot of adults on this show in the way we do with like the netflix one there's just like right they're not they're kind of a non-entity and she's fun (laughs) I, but she's not a natural fit for this show. And this, no. that is borne out through the rest of the episode. So Claudia arrives to yes. take care of Karen, but she brings her haul of jewelry with mm-hmm. her. Because, oh, we didn't mention that it was Miss Olga, who's yes. the owner of the of the jewelry store, has, has, has commissioned jewels for the next week. So, of course, Claudia's carrying them around with her just everywhere <laughs> she goes. Why wouldn't she be? Uh, taking them on a babysitting job to show Christy. Christy's like, these are great. I have a box for them. Uh, It's my old baseball card box. We can put them in here. And Karen sees it and says, wow, they look just like a, like a, like a, it's like a treasure chest. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Yeah. She, yeah. uh, Christy is kind of, not like she's a little stern with Karen throughout this mm-hmm. scene. Keeps telling her over and over again not to touch anything, not to get involved. And this is like serving to further, uh, further, further push Karen away from Christy. Yeah, and also a very well done portrayal of a, a, a of a of a caregiver telling a child not to touch things. Yes. Like, even though Karen's not doing anything bad, I totally sympathize with Christy being like, just, 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 just take the, just, okay, just give them back to me. Give them back to me yeah. now. Like, just give them back to me. Like, you don't want this child to wreck these, these precious jewels. Yes. Um, and immediately yeah. see, like, of course, instantly, you know, oh, Karen's probably going to take some of these. Like, this is, mm-hmm. this is oh, what yeah. I would do. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, they're very pretty. So then uh, they run off to play hide and seek, and Julie is, is of course, tasked with putting away the clothes. She's the clothes folder that has been hired by the mother, apparently. <laughs> she has folded the clothes. She is now putting away clothes. She goes into Christie's bedroom where the jewels are on the dresser, mm-hmm. and it's like, ooh, ooh, jewels. And she picks them up and starts like holding them up to her ears yeah, it's a little weird so if you were the kind of person who believes that a woman in her 20s is probably going to steal something from a couple <laughs> of teenagers this is the moment where you start getting very tense yeah this is a this is a clever misdirect on the, on the, part, on the part i am i am part of me is like okay lady don't pick up stuff like in someone else's room it's weird it's a weird thing yeah. that she does but it's also like setting up something that none of the other characters can see. No, like, that's true, but we it's solely for the benefit of the viewer. Like the girls aren't like, I did see her holding those things. Nope, they are out of the picture. Yeah. So then, do we? Uh, we're not to the pizza place yet. We no, do. Uh, we are. We're setting up for the plant sale. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. By the way. <laughs> All the children have been roped into having their own plant sale. This is a yeah. This is our event of the episode. This is like a yeah. what we're staging everything around, and I can't really figure out exactly what the plan is here. Like they're they're buying a lot of plants, plants and I guess in order to sell a lot of plants for like a dollar each. It's because it seems like the children can afford them. They're operating I don't, at a loss I don't know. here. Yeah, they, even the kids point out at one point. They're like, 
why are we spending all of our money on on this yeah. if we're trying to make money? And they're like, we don't know. Jackie's <laughs> the only one with any like sense. He starts stealing plants out of other people's garden to sell. It's a smart idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, this uh, is we see, okay, so we see some kids in this scene. There is, there is a young boy, a very young uh, African-American boy. Mm-hmm. Who I'm like, is that supposed to be Squirt? Is this our, like, he doesn't seem young enough to be Squirt. Squirt's like, a baby. Uh, Squirt's like two, but I'm like, maybe this is like TV Squirt. Like in my in my head canon, yeah, yeah. he's Squirt. That's Squirt, sure. There's, I mean, there are so few families that are named as uh, as black in the series, right? Because That's very there's true. Just almost no one in Stony Brook. Right, which there's, is a plot point. It is a plot point. Uh, it's a, which is a, like a, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah, I guess that's the only that's the only logical explanation. Yeah. That is... Or you know, they just they hired a kid. And yeah, they hired a kid. So they hired a bunch scene. of kids now, to be extras. Uh, Courtney is there, I believe. Is that Courtney? Because she's it's listed in uh it's listed in the IMDb as uh as uh, Johansson as uh, oh no as, Charlotte uh, is there. Charlotte. That is true. I Charlotte's I... listed, but not count on court. <laughs> Thought I, I thought I recognized her in there, but if she's not credited, then she's probably not in there. Yeah, uh, only Jackie and Charlotte are credited as as kids. In they're this the episode. two that the the writers have decided are the important ones. Like they're, they they are, are the, the important ones. ones. They, I mean, yes, they are. But you don't think that after she after she got elected into office charlotte jo- uh, count on court is not going to associate with these girls no, that's anymore true. she has she has like she has plenty to fill her time that is not plant sales no i'm just saying she's like traumatized by that horrible campaign that's probably, that's probably she never wants to see christy again I, every I time they wouldn't. see her every time they see that girl they start yelling count on court <laughs> at her i guarantee you and she's like i'm just keeping my distance at this point i'm in third grade i've got my whole life ahead of me true we just read uh we just read jesse and the bad babysitter and that was a fascinating book because it's our first encounter with the babysitters club hiring a babysitter who ends up not fitting in with the rest of the girls yeah Uh, wendy Wendy, and correct yeah 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 she's a good babysitter but she can't stand all the rules and christy and she and christy rub each other the wrong way and I like seeing that there's like people in this universe who are like, I don't have time for this group yeah. of girls. Like no, I just, this nice. is, they, they are not, they are not my speed. I'm a good person. I'm good at what I do, but I do not need to be around these girls all the time because they are intense. Yeah. I would be, I'll be interested to find out how you feel about the, we love kids club. The, well, we've encountered the We Love Kids Club already. Was uh, there the entire book about them yet? Well, the, the, we read the book where they went to California and met Dawn's friends. No, there is like, a book called Dawn and the We Love Kids Club. Oh, I know that's coming up. But we already know that they are like, because in this book, they mentioned uh, Jesse's like, you probably would have liked the We Love Kids Club. Because yep, that's what, no, there's kind of a they don't have They don't have there. rules. They don't show up on time to anything. They don't have rules. They don't have a notebook, which is the they real kicker. Yeah, they do have uh, they do have kid kids, though. So they do. Of course, they're a little bit on the up and up. But in any case, <laughs> uh, I think in this episode, we see a kid kit. Uh, Claudia has stuff in her bag. Claudia has like yeah. a bag with stuff in it. And uh, Alana yelled out. She's like a kid kit. <laughs> and and I was like, heck, yeah, she has like go fish. There's a scene where Claudia, okay, Claudia and Karen are playing Go Fish, and it's one of those wonderful scenes where it's not scripted. You can tell they're just playing Go Fish, yep. and uh, Karen says, 
uh, what is she, uh, the the exchange goes? Karen goes, uh, I'm winning the game, and and uh, and or she goes, I'm winning, and Claudia goes, I know you are. Do you have a seven? And it's this perfect like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Anyway, like, let's just keep playing the game. Like, you probably told me you're winning about a hundred times now, and it's you can't write that. That's something that the character, like the actors, said to each other during the go fish scene. And I was like, what a beautiful little moment. They've done such good work on this show of just letting kids be kids. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, because we don't see a lot of babysitting in the Netflix one, we wouldn't see that anyway. But I'm sure every interaction with a kid on that show is totally scripted out. This is right. I, like the only things I think are pretty strictly scripted are things like Jackie says, because they're usually the laugh lines, but even that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jackie, he's carrying a giant cactus at one point and he yes. says it keeps biting his face or whatever. Which is pretty like, good. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of Jackie walking with a cactus that he keeps repeatedly slamming his face <laughs> into is, Mwah, that's perfect. He's so good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is where we go back to the house and... Uh, it's the day that Claudia and Christy are supposed to deliver. So they're supposed to deliver the jewelry to Miss Olga in the village. Uh, Watson's going to drive them. Uh, we, we also hear that it's Julie's birthday and that Karen wants to give her something uh, as a gift. Yeah. Uh, and then when Chris, yeah, when Christy goes upstairs to fetch the jewels, the jewels are gone. They're gone. All of them yeah. are gone. Not just the Every one last pair one. that we then see Julie wearing. Uh, yeah, we, they, they, they have, they are gone. And so we get this babysitter's club meeting. Now, normally if, if something's missing in the house, you would be like, I'm, I guess I'll go ask the child. Like Mm -hmm. this thing was sitting on the counter. She knew it was there. She's eight. Hey child, have you seen the jewels? And then she'll say no. And you'll go up to Julie and you'll be like, you were in the house. Did you see the jewels? And she would say, why? Yes, actually. But that's not what Christy and Claudia do. Instead, they have a meeting of the Babysitter's Club where accusations get hurled. Yes. Uh, immediately, they jump to Julie because Christy mm-hmm. is anti-Julie. She has a staunch anti-Julie stance. She's very staunch anti-Julie. Isn't she creepy? She says. <laughs> She's really not. <laughs> like, I, nope. I think that is coming from Julie being like this mildly quirky person that is unfamiliar. Yeah. Uh, a woman who, by the way, is no quirkier than, say, Claudia. Claudia's weirder than she is. Let's give her. Let's give yeah. it that. But uh, the, I mean, this gives way to the best scene in the episode. I would go so far as probably say the best scene on television in 1990. <laughs> so, when you need to wear a disguise, what do you do? Do you just put on a pair of sunglasses and call it good? Because that's their plan. Uh, no, you put on a pair of sunglasses that apparently you got as a premium from the, uh, Pizza Hut Back to the Future. Yes, because they are just- Tie-ins. They're just, like, the cheapest. Like, (laughs) these are promo sunglasses. They are all wearing them, and they're all, like, very conspicuously standing in, like, groups. Uh, there are three sitting on a bench reading newspapers, which is my favorite Mm -hmm. thing. So we have Jesse and Mal on the street in a, on a payphone talking to Christy and Claudia, who are staked out at the Pizza Palace. Yes. Uh, they're wearing their day glow sunglasses. Uh, and then Jesse and Mal start start tailing Julie uh, mm-hmm. throughout, quote unquote, Stony Brook. It's actually New Jersey. And, of course. Uh, and what's wonderful about this sequence is there's enough landmarks 
in this sequence that I believe I can find these exact streets. We know what city they're in. I found the jewelry shop that she goes to. It's still in business. It still has the same name. It still looks exactly the same. You can go, you can do a- I realistically could do that. You can do a walk of the Julie stalking sequence. (laughs) And if you get to New Jersey anytime soon, please recreate this. Oh, I absolutely With sunglasses and COVID masks. (laughs) (laughs) Sunglasses are are essential in this though, because- is it uh, Don and Don and Stacy and Marianne are the ones at the bench then? Don, Marianne, and Stacy, they're hiding behind Stony Brook newspapers. Yes. Uh, and at one point, Jesse stops to get gum out of a gum machine. And Mallory's <laughs> like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm getting gum. It's great. It's just great. Um, so, yeah, so they stalk her to a jewelry shop. Uh, the babysitters uh, argue about who's going to go in and spy on her, I guess. And by the time they get up the guts, uh, she's already left. Yeah, it's gone. a very fun sequence. It is. And yeah. then they end up uh, eating pizza, as they always do. Mm-hmm. And, and who uh, should come in the pizza place? Yeah. Julia's Julie. Julie's yeah. there. And we get another amazing sequence where Jesse is the only one who sees Julie. And she's trying to mouth, like, look. <laughs> and none of them can figure out and it's a sequence that gets repeated in uh in uh uh the the night the 2016 star wars movie which i can't the force awakens it's yes. just like the scene where harrison ford is trying to signal to finn that some that ray is behind him and he's like what are you doing what are you doing i can't what's this what's this it's the exact same thing they're like what are you doing what are you saying what are you saying just say it just say it out loud and finally she's like look <laughs> And Julie is in line behind them. Perfect sequence. And she's wearing the earrings. That's the important thing. This is the detail that they needed uh, to implicate her in the crime of yes. <laughs> stealing from a child. She's wearing those stolen earrings. She leaves the shop. Everyone's afraid to go chase after her. Uh, but uh, and so this is this is the this is the buildup now. Uh, Christie's like, I've gotta I've gotta confront her about stealing them earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's the day of the big plant sale. Karen is trying to show Christy her tree. Yeah, Karen her keeps talking tree. about her treasure tree. Yeah. And Christy's like, I don't have time for your treasure tree. <laughs> I also am. I'm still not going to mention the stolen jewels to this child. The child who had wanted to steal the jewels in every way possible. <laughs> right. So uh, so tell us about the most awkward sequence in the Babysitter's oh Club history. Goodness. So Christy approaches Julie, compliments the earrings, and asks where she got them. More accurately, she says she stole them. She just says, yeah. you stole those. And Julie is taken aback by this, says, yeah. says that they were a gift. And mm-hmm. that Christy shouldn't make accusations like this yeah. without proof. Now, I can understand both sides of this argument. Because to Christy, who has not thought deeply about this, it is obvious that Julie is wearing earrings that are not hers, and they are Claudia's, therefore she stole them from Claudia. Yeah. Julia just thinks that she got there. Julie just thinks that she got them from a kid. Yeah. Who was talking about getting her a birthday present earlier. Yeah. And julia julie not julia that julie or julia i know <laughs> just to keep wanting to call her julia for some reason it's because uh, i don't know this character very well i don't know no if you that. even though she's such a major part of the babysitter she's a very important universe. part of the series yeah she uh missy yeager plays this scene so well yeah. she's taken aback and then she's hurt mm-hmm. and then she's like 
You go no to take them back. I don't want anything that's stolen. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell that she's kind of on the verge of tears because she's been like accused of something by this little girl who she thought was like cool with her, mm-hmm. and she just stalks off. And she does such a great job at playing the scene that Christy, uh, 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 what's her name, uh, Avril Hillman, yeah, yeah, uh, is gets some of the best I think Christy acting we've yes. seen. Where she's like, oh, oh, I just did something really. Yeah, I met. A I just hurt. Person. I and I hurt. I just hurt somebody, and now I'm the worst person. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we've gotten to see two Christy episodes where she's the worst person now. <laughs> but in this case, I don't think like she is not aware. I mean, she isn't aware in the previous one either because she doesn't really have that much self awareness. But this mm. one, this is more understandable. This is more like I'm defending my friend and mm. somebody did something to wrong her. And as illogical as I'm being to think that it was this woman, still yeah. going to make things right. So this is the point at which she realizes, oh, this was Karen. Yeah. And she goes to find Karen Goes to look at the treasure tree. Guess what's in uh-huh. there? What is in there? Stolen merchandise. <laughs> it's just a lot of things she stole. No, just like, just the earrings. Just a it, a whole situation. Uh, well, there's a doll. It's beautiful, but also that it's not hers. There's a doll and like a missing toy. Because Christy goes like, I was wondering where this was. Yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, like, this is, this is a this is a very real thing that mm-hmm. kids do. Mm-hmm. Like, you you create this sort of imaginary world. You're at an age where you literally cannot tell the difference at times between a made-up story and something that's really happened. Like, that's a thing that children, that the brain has to develop. The capacity mm-hmm. to understand that just because you invented a reality doesn't mean that it's the actual reality. So, in right. a way, it's Karen who kind of learns the biggest lesson here. Yes. And... Christy's incredibly sweet to her in this moment. Yeah. Like, this is very, th- this is touching. This is this is nice. She calls Karen her sister. Mm-hmm. Karen points out that Christy has been ignoring her, and she thinks that Christy might like other kids more than she likes Karen. And Christy says, oh, no, that's not true. Makes amends, but also encourages Karen to give back the jewels. Yes. Uh, she's like, I can't believe that Karen took these without telling me. And the other babysitters say, maybe she did try to tell you and you weren't listening. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that you can put this entirely at the feet of Christy. The little girl did steal a ton of jewelry. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of the, none of the babysitters seem bothered at Christy for any of this, which is nice. Like they they all Uh, had the idea to accuse Julie. So uh, so Christy admits that she takes Karen for granted sometimes, yes. promises to spend more time with her. And now we never get any closure with the Miss Olga thing. No. Like, we can just... One thing that Alana was... So the, through this whole thing, the jewels turn up missing. She has to, like, tell Miss Olga, I'm sorry I don't have the jewelry. And Miss Olga's like, all right, I'll give you another week. And she's like, what am I going to do if I can't find these jewelry? Alana's sitting next to me and she's like, make more jewelry. You made this jewelry <laughs> in a matter of days. You have another week. You had a week before. Just make more jewelry. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess she could have. I know that's not the point, but I guess she could have done that. She could have, but it's more important that we get this drama in here. Yeah. So uh, the way it ends isn't with any resolution as to Claudia's new, like, new jewelry making career. Instead, no. we get 
the weirdest possible <laughs> scene at the end of this show. I mean, I was not expecting this. No, no. Uh, Karen answers the door when Julie arrives at the brewer home. Uh, mm-hmm. Or this is a, yeah, this is the brewer home. Um, Karen, Karen's like, hey, my mom needs to see you in this room. And go into the room and the babysitters have prepared a surprise birthday party for Julie, their best friends, the people that... <laughs> They haven't just prepared a surprise birthday party. They have outdone themselves yes. with an amazing surprise birthday party it with looks... tablecloth, banners, streamers, matching cups and plates and hats. Uh, they've it's given elaborate. her a gift Yeah. Uh, and bought a cake. Not a small cake either. <laughs> oh, no. It's a, a really nice big cake. cake. Like, it is definitely a bakery cake. Oh, this is a this is a cake. This cake may have cost as much as the down payment no, on Dawn's jewelry. I was going to say, like, if you bought that cake now, certainly it would be above fifty dollars at the time. Yeah. Still, might have been fifty dollars. <laughs> it's at least a cake that, if a kid asked for this cake for their birthday, their parents would be like, "Well, I can make you a cake." Yeah, like, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. It's a nice cake. They actually do cut the cake. Uh, which made me very hungry for cake. I am usually hungry for cake, and I don't disagree. <laughs> I am so happy that I am podcasting partners with someone who enjoys cake. Oh, my goodness. Because enough people slam cake. They're like, who likes cake? And I don't understand that. I I love making it because it feels like more of an accomplishment than other desserts, even though it's really not any more difficult. But it's like, this is extravagant, this thing that I've done for myself. Oh, I love mm-hmm. I love a cake. Um, cake is good. And I love Julie. And I'm glad that she gets this. I, okay. Is she going to be on the show again, though? Because this feels like it could be a send off. We will never see Julie again. She's going to take her earrings, take her cake, and run. She's had enough <laughs> of this family. She's going to she's going to be walking out the house. She's going to see Count on Court sitting on the <laughs> And she's going to be like, I know the look on that girl's face. And that look is, I had an encounter with the Babysitter's Club. And they're going to like sit down and talk about their feelings together because they have some stories to tell. I'm going to write an entire series about Julie. Like, what happens to Yeah, Julie? we're... Where's her California diaries? Oh, the Julie, the Julie files. <laughs> the Julie Chronicles. It's like the, it's like, yeah, where's the Julie Chronicles? Get Peter, what's his face in there? Get him he's, some. He's probably bored right now, right? No, he is yeah. going on. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about writing about Julie? Who? You know, Julie. Oh, wait, you never watched this TV show, did you? <laughs> this episode's so good. This is, this it's is great so fantastic like it is to this point the culmination of everything this series could be like we got we got some good babysitters got some got some good great ideas some good events mm-hmm. some good care got uh again then, alana was like so what event are they gonna rope a bunch of <laughs> children into the and there's the plant sale plant like sale. it's just of course there's your plant sale uh I, if my, my only criticism for this one would be that besides the espionage sequence, <laughs> the other babysitters don't really get anything to do. No, with they this don't one. have much going on. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not bad about it. Uh, yeah, especially because the espionage sequence is so good. But you are right that we we got very little done, and that's always mm-hmm. going to be a disappointment for me. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, she. I think is the one I see. Because I, I can remember seeing Marianne and Stacy. I don't remember Dawn in this at yeah. all. I, there's not even any funny like Dawn lines. Uh, it's true. I was 
I think I I think the one funny Dawn part, and it may not even have been Dawn, when they're all bad mouthing Julie at their meeting, uh, and Karen, and and we get the line like, "Well, she is kind of strange." And no, it's Stacy. She says that doesn't make her a jewel thief. <laughs> uh, and I said that out loud uh, at home. I was I just said that doesn't make her a jewel thief. Well, you could be wrong. <laughs> and Alana overheard because I just say these things yeah, out yeah. loud. And Alana overheard me, and she was like, "Like, do you just do those voices now? Like, do you just do you just is those the babysitters' voices now?" And I'm gonna admit. I started reading the book, like I was reading to, to Mitzi and she stopped me and she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're doing voices for all the girls. And I'm like, oh no, I've started adopting the cadence of the HBO Babysitter's Club girls like into the reading. And she was like, stop it. Stop it. It sounds bad. It's so bad. Oh, Dawn does say she has a black thumb in this episode. That's right. That's her, that's her And life. she and Marianne laugh so hard at it it's a delight it's very cute the don and marianne like any cut to don and marianne being happy together the cutest Mm -hmm. i want to believe that those two are still friends in in real life and that they uh and that they they call each other and laugh about things every single day although i doubt it okay i'm no i'm I'm comfortable with that pretend reality yeah So was this our, this must be our New Year's episode because we had the Christmas episode and now, yep. uh, and so is, you know, yeah, New, new year, year, New Julie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do we have? Uh, what's, what's next? Oh my goodness. What is next? Uh, is it it's funny. Cause like, I just don't want these things to end. I just never want to, I never want these things to end. Next up. Uh, it's a special one. It's a, it's, it's a big one. It is Dawn. And the Dream Boy. Yes, that sounds also like it won't stealthily be another character's episode. This will be Don, 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 all the way down. <laughs> Don and the Dream Boy. So, yes. who is our Dream Boy? We don't know yet. Uh, we, we don't it's know yet. Not a seventeen-year-old who manipulates her into looking different. I'm looking at him. This is definitely not a. Uh, this is definitely not an older boy. I, okay. This can't be an older boy. Uh, I, I refuse to believe it. So, <laughs> so yes. Next next week, Dawn and yeah. the Dream Boy. Will we swoon? I hope so. I certainly hope so. I mean, that would be weird. I guess it would be. A, I mean, like he's a, Logan. He's a I can see young Christy swooning over. So, like, maybe I can. You know, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. On that note. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, okay. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>